Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, I help Mark find his Switch. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am uh, I'm, I'm driving out into the woods right now. Uh, Mark called me earlier. He said that he lost his Switch um, out in the woods. So I'm just following the pin that he dropped for me. Uh, okay, I think this is... Okay, no, I see him. I see him. Okay, hold on. Oh, here we go. Mark. Mark? Oh, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming. I'm sorry to yeah, what, what happened, call man? you out here. So I've uh, been out here camping, uh-huh. and I brought my Switch with me. I'm 100% sure of that because I was finally making progress in Persona 5 Royal. Whoa. Yeah. And so, um, but, now, but now now, I can't find my Switch anywhere. You were camping by yourself? There's no one else out here. I, I was I was. This is a pretty remote location It here. is. I r- really drove far out here. It was just kind of like, you know how you just have those moments sometimes where you just need to really connect with a video yeah. game? Oh, I thought you were going to say with nature, and that's why you went out into the woods. But <laughs> no? No. I just needed a few distractions. Right, But right. now I can't find it. But I'm positive. I'm positive. Okay. I brought my Switch out here because I was playing just the other day okay all right well let's uh you've been out here for days i've been out here for days okay all right all right well let's let's look around it it can't be far where do you remember seeing it last um i mean i guess i feel like it was in my bag sorry this is gonna be weird do you see is there like are there other people out here i don't think so i haven't seen anybody since i've gotten here okay i just i i thought i no there's definitely something out there oh my gosh no i see it too uh, what was, are there bears up here? Uh, also, what do we do if there's a bear? I don't yeah. know what to do if there's I, a bear. I, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh God. Mark, Mark is coming after us. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get, let's get, go. Mark, come on. Let's <laughs> oh, oh God. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think it followed us. No, I don't, I don't In- see anything. Oh my gosh. I've never, I've never been more scared. My, my, my chest is pounding. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, look. I know I have been in better shape <laughs> at different points in my life, and I'm a little out of shape right now. But like, I am winded from running away from whatever that was. Uh, where, where, where are we? I, I mean, you're the one who's been out here for days. I, I haven't seen this clearing. Huh? What's a? Okay. There's just like one tree in the middle of this clearing, and there's like something under there's it. Something. Oh, we should go check it out. Oh, Mark, I don't. This is this is starting to get weird, man. I don't. All right. Okay. Let's come on. It's it's my it's my switch. No, I know, I know. And it, look, if it was my switch, I would make sure that we stayed out here until we found it too. So, let's. Uh, oh, it's a. Uh, it looks. Here's what it looks like to me. Tell me if you think this is crazy. Okay. It looks like a Ouija board. Uh huh. But it says Luigi board on it. Oh, so. It, is that? No, I. Is that what you see too? I see the same thing. You I are mean, not it's, hallucinating. It's dim. It's uh-huh. it's it's almost a new moon, so right. it's hard to read it. But it looks to me like this is a Luigi board. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, but there's a there's a note tucked underneath it. Hold on, let me let me pull it out. What? Oh, it's addressed to me. No way. I can't. I 
you read it. I can't. I can't. All right, all right, all right. It says, Dear Mark, it is addressed to you. Oh dear, my God. dear Mark, if thou dost desire to see thine switch again, use the Luigi board to forge new horrors birthed of Nintendo franchises. Uh, and then it's signed, Love the Blair Switch. The Blair Switch? P.S. 8 to 10 examples, please. Uh, Mark, what's going on? I, I guess we have to use this Luigi board uh-huh. and it'll guide us to pick n- it the Nintendo fr- like 8 to 10 Nintendo franchises and then we got to figure out scary and versions gotta, of them and we have to do this Patrick cuz I need my switch back I think finally I've gone past all the cutscenes at the beginning of Persona 5 Royal <laughs> and it's actually becoming a game I don't know if there is such a point <laughs> All right, Mark, you build the fire because okay. we're gonna we're gonna need uh, light to see by because it is still it's it's still very dark here. Um, in the meantime, let me tell everyone about the Sonic Forces borrowing program. If you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch, if we ever get out of the the, uh, the woods here with Mark's Switch, um, uh, let us know. Email us Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Thank you, Mark. You're doing a great job over there. Um, and uh, let us know a mailing address so we can send you my copy of Sonic Forces. There may be a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there. Um, don't worry about that. That's not a spooky ba- Blair Switch situation. That's just uh, something that's part of the Sonic Forces borrowing program. It's still perfect. I don't know. Mark, do you think the situation that we're in currently is perfect? <gasps> Sorry, I had, to, I had to run back. Um, I, I, no, the situation is not perfect. The Sonic Forces Borrowing Program Absolutely remains perfect. perfect. Unimpeachable. Why did you light the fire so far away from us? <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 Here, I'll go, get, I'll, I'll go get it and move it closer. Yeah, you, go, okay. you go get the fire and move it closer. While I tell everybody that another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you got get your podcast. Any place you review us, thumbs up, um, share the show in some way. We appreciate it so much. Leaving five-star reviews on your podcatcher or favoriting it, whatever you can do, really helps people find the show. And Patrick and I love re- le- reading your reviews. We love reading them. Yes, Patrick's got it. If you leave us a five-star review in the U.S. Apple Podcast Store, we can see it uh, when we get back to civilization where there's more connectivity. And we'll give you a shout-out on the show. If you leave us a review anywhere else, we can't see it, but we still want to give you a shout out so let us know hit us up on twitter send us an email and uh we just thank you so much to everybody who has done so already okay i i, I burned the heck out of my hands but the fire is now way, way closer yep. um i just picked it up <laughs> with my bare hands um here's something that you can do with your bare hands you can join our discord uh, and have fun conversations about nintendo stuff just email us or hit us up on twitter let us know that you want to be in there having a great time talking about nintendo um Okay, Mark. I think I think we got to do this. We got to come up with uh, eight to ten examples, please, of Nintendo franchises um, uh, made spooky. And Patrick, yeah, we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing, we're doing it, for it for your Switch. Switch. Okay, so we both have to put our hands on the. Uh, uh, on the Luigi board here, um, on the what do you call this thing? A puck? A pick? Uh-huh. What is it? It's a it's a puck in the shape of a toadstool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Let's uh, let's see what franchise we're doing first. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, it's moving. D U C K H U N T. Duck Hunt. How, how do you make a duck hunt game scary? 
So, what if? Okay. This is just a uh, uh, first pitch. Yeah. What if you are the duck? <laughs> yes. And you're being hunted, right? <laughs> by a dog, right? That's out for revenge, mm-hmm. and any and it can smell you. Right? Oh, man. So it's like, sure, you can hide. Sure. But it's going to be busting down the doors. Yeah, you know what it is? This is like one of those uh, those asynchronous uh, multiplayer, like, Friday the 13th style games where one person plays as the dog and the other four play as ducks that uh-huh. the dog is hunting. Yep. And it's just like a random, like, you have the ability to, like, teleport and, like, laugh at the ducks. Um that obviously wasn't where you were going when <laughs> when, when you started. No, but I, think that, but I think that's perfect. I feel like... Uh, this version of Duck Hunt, yeah. if Nintendo Land from the Wii U had gotten a sequel, mm-hmm. this would be the, one of the games in it. Because oh. it's perfect, yes, right? absolutely, because, yeah. Uh, because one person, the uh, the hunter, the dog. Right. The dog. Uh-huh. Duck Hunt dog has the Wii U tablet. And right, then everybody so can else see where the ducks are going. Uh, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like springs up on them out of the grass. Out of the grass. Oh my gosh! I think it actually would be quite fun to play as a duck hunt duck. Those are well designed ducks. They look good, don't I, they? I also like to imagine because normally we just see either uh, the the ducks from Duck Hunt flying around, or how do, how, how do they work in Smash Brothers? I mean, he kind of just like up, he flies around the dog, right? Uh-huh. So, but I think it'd be funny to see those ducks walk or run, as the case may be. Yeah, or swim, like right. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah, I, that's I mean, right. honestly, you take every single detail from the Friday the Thirteenth games, uh, where it's like at a <laughs> a summer camp, so they can like swim in the lake and all this kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, just put ducks as the the campers, and the dog is uh, uh, Jason. D- Jason, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of perfect. <laughs> Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, Duck Hunt the 13th. Is that is that what it's <laughs> Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. I all think right. it is. Duck Hunt the 13th, a new beginning. Uh all right. Okay, well, so I think I think we really nailed it with the first one. I mean, one, that Mark. one was yeah, that was, I am feeling great about getting my switch back. You think so do you think the quality like how good our pitches are, do you think that determines the likelihood it we can switch? It can't possibly. <laughs> It can't. Because <laughs> they can't all be that good. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a high bar. Yeah. We're not going to clear it again. No, no. Uh, There's nothing in the note about quality at all. Sure. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, um, hopefully that pleases the uh, the Blair switch. Let's um, let's uh, try it again and, and see what we get this time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's beginning oh, to move. Geez. This okay. part freaks me out every time. Uh, okay, I hate uh, it. All right. S O C. C E R soccer soccer okay so NES soccer right and how you make that scary do you think this also applies to like the Mario Strikers games so my first thought is no that would be its own franchise I don't want to defy the intention of there's the a lot Switch. at stake here yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot at stake here so I think we just consider it like a tra- like the NES soccer game. Okay. I think that's all we have to go off that, of. That's it. So it's, it's just NES soccer. Oh, man. I don't know. what. And it- just, uh, I guess, to clarify yeah. for listeners, hoping we're – Patrick and I are both hoping that this uh, episode – that we live to release this episode. Yeah. 
but or at least my switch does. Right. I think we'll live. There's been no threat made on our <laughs> right, lives. That's I, right. think, I think we'll be Only okay. Only my switch is at stake. Only your that's switch. Such yes. A, an important point. Right. But I'm assuming, and this is just my assumption, is that the Luigi board has a list of 70 Nintendo franchises, and that it, somebody on the other side is uh, doing a random number generator. Te- and then mm. the Luigi, and then the Luigi board is just communicating the results of that random number generator to us. I mean, that sounds like the the will of the spirits that it's not ours to understand. Right. Mark, so. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's just how I am perceiving this. Right. To happen. Sure. If that's what you believe, uh, I I I think there's a uh, there's a polter pup on the other side calling the shots. Um, Mark, how do we make soccer scary? Are there any like sports related horror movies that you can think of? It's not really a, like, because sports movies are usually, like, feel-good movies, and horror movies are, like, famously not. (laughs) Right. Can I tell you the image that appears in my head? Yeah, please. When I think of uh, trying to make soccer into a horror thing, is that the ball is a human head. (laughs) And that makes me think of... Uh, have you ever seen the first Hocus Pocus movie? Yeah. Okay, so isn't like... What a bizarre <laughs> thing that you had to specify. <laughs> the first Hocus Pocus movie. I understand there's a new one, uh-huh. <laughs> which I have not seen. I have not seen okay. either. Yeah, yeah. So in the first one, yeah. there's like the zombie guy that comes back, right? Yes. And he loses his head all the time. Sure. And I feel like the head is like rolling around and he's chasing it. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe... And I know he's not a Frankenstein's monster. Sure. Uh that for the purposes of this episode, I'm just going to call Frankenstein. Fine. Even though we all know I it's the doctor. It. Yeah, it's, okay. it's all right. I get you. I get you. Uh, so I both understand why it's a big deal to uh, call, call him Frankenstein's monster and why I don't care right now. So maybe the yeah. premise of this version of NES soccer, so you just have to imagine this is all, you know, like 8-bit, is that there is a team that is always made up of Frankensteins. Mm-hmm. One of them has lost their head. And then the opposing teams are other, like, they're werewolves. They are vampires, right? And they're... Uh, Hold on. Sorry. I just... Can I tweak it? Yeah. So the the one team is always Frankenstein's. The other team, Headless Horsemen. Of course. <laughs> of course. And so they, they're all, they all want they this want head. They want that head. <laughs> they all want this head. They all want that head. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's after this head. Right. Yeah. This is good. In fact, I'm going to tweak it a little more. They're all headless horsemen? No, no. Half of them are still headless horsemen. Okay. The other half are all would-be Frankensteins who have been stitched together of all body parts, but there's only one head. Right. So, okay. So yes, great. they're all working as a team to get this head. Right. Everyone wants the head. The headless horsemen, right. they all want this head. Those are the two opposing teams. The head is the soccer ball is the head. Um, and there's like an added little rule here where like no one can be in possession of the head for too long because if they have it for too long, they'll try to pick it up with their hands and put it on their head and right. then get a penalty for exactly. touching the ball with their hands. Exactly. Um, the one thing, the one problem I see here is uh, in soccer uh, headers, like that's a thing that happens kind of a lot. Do they try to like their the ball with their neckers? Their neckers. <laughs> yeah. In this version of the game. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh this is soccer colon Frankenstein's versus headless horseman. Uh huh. <laughs> and the headless horseman just do just so we know for sure not riding horses. Right? Not they are they're not they are headless horsemen. Right. Sans horse. Right. Purely for like fairness reasons. Right. I mean it would be insane if they were. If they, I mean because 
Can hmm. You can only touch the ball with your feet. Horses have hooves. Do uh-huh. those count as feet? Are you, no. <laughs> They're hooves. All right. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. Um, all right. This this one's pretty good. I, I think I think we've got two really good ones in the book here. Uh, Duck Hunt. It's Friday the Thirteenth. Soccer. Frankenstein versus Headless Horseman. Uh, should we try for another one of these? Let I mean. It, it feels like we're on a roll. We're getting closer to getting my switch back. Yeah. From the Blair switch. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do the third one. All right. Moving again. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. Uh, it always freaks me out when it starts. It's not. I don't like it. It's not. Oh, okay. C- well, C- H- I B I R O B O. Chibi Robo. It's Chibi Robo. Okay. <sighs> what are the scariest robots you can think of? Um, oh man, I wish I could remember. So there's a Disney movie uh-huh. called, <laughs> there's a Disney movie called The Black Hole. Okay. And uh, it was made post Star Wars in Disney's kind of like weird era where, you know, they were making movies like uh, Watcher in the Woods and Flight of the Navigator where it's like, okay, these are like, I guess family movies, but they're of a different ilk. Right. And, you know, they were trying different things. And so the black hole is this, like, sci-fi epic. It's basically 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but in space. Whoa. And it's not particularly good, but it is visually very interesting. And there is a uh, – I'm going to have to look it up. But there is a, a robot When we get back that. to society. When we get back to society, can, yeah. when I have connection, I'll look it up. There's a, a robot in it that is, like, red and very imposing, and it has, like, um, a blades – on the end of its ar- hands that it uses to kill uh, characters in the movie, including Anthony Perkins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in in our version of Chibi Robo here, are we playing as this, like, killer robot? Um, yes. Okay. So this is, this is where we're in the uh, – we're putting control – the the player controls the monster in this is basically what we're saying. Yes. So what exactly. happens? What happens in Black Hole? Do uh, uh, it it just it just murders people? I just remembered the robot's name is Maximilian. Okay, Maximilian. And the reason is so Maximilian is basically the uh, um, uh, uh, pet or kind of like uh, it does the bidding of the Captain Nemo-esque okay. like, scientist yeah. who is the villain of the black hole. Okay. Okay. So you're being sent on little side-scrolling missions um, that are like, kill the other people on the spaceship? Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. I think it's like people realize that they are being kept, that you are evil. Right. Or that your master is evil. And so you are being sent to like hunt down... These humans. Yeah. Um, so that way they can't escape and they can't foil your plans. Right. Are you still chibi robo sized in this? Because he's small, right? He's like three inches tall. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so you're Maximilian. Uh-huh. And Chibi Maximilian. You're Chibi Maximilian. Chibi Maxo. <laughs> uh-huh. You're Chibi Maxo. You um are sent to hunt down these humans but on your way you accidentally get hit by a shrinking ray oh no and so now you're tiny but you still but have you a job still to have do. a job right, to do right, right. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so all of your um, like killing tools, like these blades that used to chop people up, now you have to use to like climb walls exactly. or like get through obstacles. And you, so you can't really actually like uh, kill them because if you ever make it to them, you're so tiny, it's just going to be like little little paper cuts. Paper yeah. cuts. Yeah, yeah. Like the stakes are low for them, but for you, it's huge because you are designed to do only one thing. Right, right, and that's kill. And that's kill. Um, yeah, I mean, I. Th- one thing that bothers me a little bit is losing the cuteness of Chibi Robo. <laughs> like for a, a, a robot with blades, like needles for hands. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a fair edit to make that now Chibi Robo uh, is a, a, a violent murder robot that um, is just too small to get the job done. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So hope hopefully that that pleases the uh, the the Blair switch. Um, Let's Mark. Let, let's go. Let's go for a fourth one of these here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, oh my gosh, this one's whoa, rocketing whoa. around. Oh my gosh, it's so fast. R R I N G F I T. Oh, it must be Ring Fit Adventure. It's got to be Ring Fit Adventure. We don't even need to. It's look. It's zipping around a little too muscularly for my taste at this point. Ring Fit Adventure. Is this uh, like uh, basically Ring? adventure the structure of it remains the same yeah except you are basically like the final girl in a horror movie yes and so you are uh running away you're on the run but then at the end you know like (gasps) then you get to fight back then you get to fight back were you about to say drew barrymore (laughs) because i'm also picturing uh, that you're being chased by ghostface from Uh scream (laughs) so drago becomes ghostface yep uh from scream yeah you are drew barrymore (laughs) So it's just the first scene from the original Scream movie. Oh, but but you survive. You could, but if if <laughs> yeah, if, if you're you buff ex- enough, if you, if you exercise, exercise enough, enough. Yeah. yeah, that's good. If you build up the strength, mm-hmm. uh huh. Maybe it, uh, in in that way, it is also like a roguelike, uh, where if you don't survive, then Drew Barrymore gets killed, and you have to take on one of the other like first scene protagonists that gets killed in the Scream franchise. Okay, you know, like uh, um. Uh, Cotton Weary in the third one. I'm just gonna start spoiling all the <laughs> all the Scream movies, <laughs> you know. But like any of them, that they have their like initial scenario where um, they don't know what's. It's not part of like the main killing spree. It's just the thing that sets it off and freaks everybody out right at the beginning. Right. Yeah. And then uh, so in Ringfit Adventure, you know, you are is I'm trying to remember what you you're playing it more recently. Yeah. Is the currency rings? Uh yeah, I think so. Like what you're, I, yeah, that's that, what you're collecting. Yeah. To like, but I wonder what it would be in this. Oh, in in, in, in this version in the Scream universe. Yeah, like is it is it something different? Is it like VHS mm. tapes of old horror movies? It might be VHS tapes that of you're old like horror movies. hoovering up. That's as right. You run around, and the shopkeeper is uh, Jamie Kennedy's character, Randy. Yes. There we go. Uh-huh. I got there. I got there. I knew I would. <laughs> um, and you exchange old VHS tapes, and then he gives you tips on like how to survive. The uh, the scary exercise regimen that you're about to you're about to go through. Yes, and you're running through. What is the name of the the Woodsboro? Woodsboro. <laughs> you're running through Woodsboro. Yeah, it's good. Uh huh. You um uh instead of going to like a shop to get smoothies or new clothing, yeah, you go to like the uh, police station, mm-hmm. and or, or you stop by Gail Weathers' news van, <laughs> or you stop by Gail Weathers' news van. Those are like the two that you can choose right, from. Right. Right. 
Well, and because uh, the the shop that you visit is run by in, in Ring Fit Adventure, it's run by a husband and wife. And there's a period during the screen movies where Dewey and Gail are married. Um, so that that all lines that up. That all it all works. That that all works. I, I tell you what, I think I would play Ring Fit Adventure more if uh, Ghostface was in it. <laughs> Um, and Ghostface is buff. Oh yeah, Ghost. Yes, because yes. it turns out I'm, I'm spoiling the end of this version of Ring Fit Adventure <laughs> that Ghostface is Drago. It's still Drago. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And he's mad because like your mom had an affair with his uh, dad and oh, broke yeah. their family. It's up. messy. Okay, for it's, sure. it's real messy. Uh-huh, it's real and messy. the late and you know like in the middle there, it doesn't really make sense. Right, right, and you got to really like. You have to really like squint your eyes and be like, I guess Skeet Ulrich's motivation makes sense here. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Oh well, actually, that's 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 a great question. Ghostface is just the one, just the one guy in this. Because a common screamism is that it's multiple killers. I well, we don't want to spoil everything, Mark. That's so good. Uh, keep them, keep them guessing, keep them wanting more. But I definitely think the Drago is a Ghostface. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Uh, all right. What what is do we have a name for this one? Or it's Ring Fit Adventure normally. Is right. it Scream Fit Adventure? I think it's Scream Fit Adventure, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, perfect. There's no improving on that. Uh all right, Mark, let's get back to the Luigi board here. Okay, it's okay. starting to move. Okay. P O K E M O N. Okay. We can do it. Whoa, whoa, M Y S. T E R Y D U N G E O N Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh my gosh! Oh. Talk about a roguelike. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I thought I thought we were just gonna have to pitch like a, a scary Pokemon uh-huh. game, which I it would just be like it's all ghost types, right? Oops, all ghost types. Uh huh. Um, but a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I mean, is this like a uh, the Hills Have Eyes kind of? <laughs> Yes, scenario. It is. No, I mean that is a hundred percent what it is. There are mutant Pokemon, right, living in the mystery dungeon. Uh huh. Living in the mystery dungeon, and you are a Pokemon trainer mm-hmm. who um are you're traveling through this untamed territory, right? With you and your Pokemon, your uh, vehicle breaks down. You're in one of those like Pokemon Snap uh like vehicles. That's just like a little like egg thing. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, with the dome on top. Yep. It breaks down. Uh, and you're like, oh, I don't have cell signal. Kind of a lot like the scenario that we have right now. Although I think my car is actually in perfect working order. Just a, a, a not, we not too far We could leave here. if we wanted to. We could to. leave if we wanted to. We want to, we want to get your switch uh-huh. back. Right. Um, but you can't in this game, is, right. what, is, is what we're saying. Uh, so you just, like, start looking around for, like, any uh, any shelter, right? Maybe, like, a it's a big storm storm's comes coming through. In. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so you take shelter under like flash a, flood. Yeah, flash. Yeah, that's right. So you, you have to like get up into the hills a little bit, find a little like overhang, and then you know uh, uh, a tail over your mouth and you know little uh, Charizard hands like over your knees, and you get sucked into this cavern. Uh huh. It's a battle for survival, and that's a battle for survival against uh, the the Pokemon of the Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. Are they mutants in the hills? Have eyes? They are. Yes. I or. It's been a long time right. since I've thought about that movie, but I bl- <laughs> I think I think it's like that they are um, uh, from like nuclear fallout, basically oh, from like okay. nuclear testing. Yeah. I think. Do they are they cannibalistic? 
I genuinely can't remember. Okay, well, let's for for our game for Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon. Is it in fact Pokemon Cannibal Dungeon? <laughs> I mean, I guess it has to be. <laughs> Which I, I suppose that would imply that they're eating each other. Uh huh. A Pokemon cannibal would be a Pokemon that eats other Pokemon, right? Right. But really, is that any different from Pokemon in the regular world? Because they're animals, right? And so yeah, but do they eat each other? Do Pokemon not hunt? This is a genuine question. Yeah, I don't. Do know. Pokemon not hunt other Pokemon? What is the circle of life in the Pokemon universe? I mean, I'm just trying to imagine like. Does a Bulbasaur uh-huh. hunt, kill, and eat a Mr. Mime? Like, does that <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> well, I don't know that a Mr. And I don't know, would a Mr. Mime be, and maybe the name is throwing me off, because, like, would a Mr. Mime be in the same environment as a wild Bulbasaur? I think of a Mr. Mime as being in the city and mm. a bulb a wild bulbasaur being like in the forest or the jungle right, or something right, right. so it'd be like, like us right being out here in the forest right like and i and think we would be the mr mimes in this scenario and i feel like it's likely that the blair switch is going to eat us if we don't fulfill its its wishes so here so the blair switch would be like the bulbasaur in this that's what i'm saying yeah so i for whatever reason i think you're right that it is pokemon cannibal dungeon yeah but it doesn't feel that gross to me when it's Pokemon eating each other, because that's just, like, animals eating each other, and that happens every day. Sure. Well, and also, like, some of the Pokemon are, like, ice cream cones, right? right. <laughs> like, I've and I've got no problem with, especially, like, a Lickitung eating an ice cream Pokemon. Like, that's, that's circle of life right no, there. That feels like nature in balance. Yeah, that's right. I see that, and I'm like, ah, the sun will set to this evening, and, uh, you know, ev- everything will, will be rise okay. again. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, all right, so Pokemon Cannibal, Cannibal Dungeon. Dungeon. Um, maybe the darkest thing we've pitched so far. Um, but uh, I, I think we still need to do a few more of these uh, to appease the Blair Switch and, and, and get your Switch back. Oh, it's moving again. It, I'm never going to get used to the. Okay. M E T R O I D. Okay. Okay. So, so it's Metroid. So it's, that's it's a Metroid. Game. Whoa! P P R I M E. Okay. It's Prime. It's Metroid okay, Prime. Okay. Metroid Prime. Okay. Do you really have to change much about Metroid Prime to make mm. it a horror game? So I I think what the one thing that I would change to make it a horror game is to bring down the scale, mm. um, to bring it more in line with like a. Like, I think it would be a Metroid game that all takes place on, uh, like, a derelict space station yeah. or a derelict spacecraft, yeah, like Alien or like the End of Sunshine. I mean, almost like Other M, which is all taking place in that one like, sure, spaceship that has all those different biomes. Right, but no biomes. Okay, so more like, maybe, like, m- more Dead Space-esque. More Dead Space-esque, more Alien Isolation-esque. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe that's the thing, too, is we need to get Samus out of that Chozo suit. We do need to get Samus out. Although that's kind of like, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. No, well, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, like, that's, I think you should have almost like a, a Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. Like moments where she's more vulnerable yeah, like no, without that, her suit. That, that That's a good point. Um, but, like, yeah, if, if there are, like, long sections where you're just, like, in one section of the ship, don't have access to your suit for whatever reason, and there are just, like, Metroids floating around, yes. and they can, like, sniff you out, and you just yeah. kind of, like, stealth your way through. Yeah, like, really, like, lean into the survival horror aspects yes. of it, where it's like, okay, 
Uh, there are times where Samus is powerful, but you know you have to be strategic about when you can use that. So maybe she's not out of her suit, but maybe her suit is like on the fritz. Yeah. And so there are times, you know, where you just like you don't have your access to your normal abilities. Yes. And yes. So you have to be like more careful because Metroids or whatever can get you. And then what if what if we have Ridley as like a nemesis yes. type enemy we that can follow you through doors and yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I love it. Um, I almost want to build a uh, a Wario Land Shake It uh, mechanic into this, where like your first, like you go through the level frontwards, right? Like the, the 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 normal way, your first crack at it is like the sneaky, the stealth. You reach the end of the level, the suit gets powered up, and then you have to like barrel back through and you've got all of your and that's when you can just like take ruthless revenge on all the creatures that were like tormenting you on your way through the level in the first place oh that could be really cool because it it i feel like that both plays into what we think about for metroid games you know like the exploration and mm-hmm. figuring your way through but then also uh what we think about the end of a lot of metroid games where yeah you have this like timer where you have to try to uh escape and, and we always are, are powered up in some like insane mm-hmm. way where you've got like the hyper beam or, or what have you to really just like wreck house with all the things that were giving you so much trouble before. But like have that up happen a bunch of times like throughout the game. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. And then the added thing of like then the Ridley appears and even powered up Samus can't uh, can't take. Yeah, you can't do can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's good. I want to play this game. That would be fun. Uh, do we have a name for this? Oof. Dread is already taken, but that's a that's, that's just a, a great that's name. A, that's a great one. Uh, yeah, let's call it Metroid Prime Dread. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, uh, Mark. Let's let's do another let's do another one of these on the uh, Luigi board. Okay, here we go. W A R I O. And it stopped moving, but, but but we've been tricked. We've, we've been, been tricked before. W A R E. Okay, yeah, yeah. I right. knew there was more. Knew there was more. WarioWare. Okay, so here's something. WarioWare because it like all comes so fast and it's so like nonsense kind of stitched together. It always has this sort of like dreamlike quality to me. Okay. So what if this is a like Nightmare on Elm Street? scenario so you i i like this yeah i like this a lot so what if you are playing as um like teenagers that are caught in like one of freddy krueger's dream nightmare scenarios yes and so you have to if you succeed you have like you know two or three seconds right to pull out freddy krueger's uh nose hair that's right or something to disarm him right and escape the dream world if not freddy krueger's gotcha right 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 so i think this is just i think it's freddy wear right Uh (laughs) uh-huh which oh my gosh if the freddy krueger series uh in the spirit of its original like 90s incarnation Mm. continued through to today you know that there would be a sequel called freddy wear yes oh absolutely freddy wear Yes, I uh, yes, and it's it's uh, micro micro game nightmares on Elm Street. Uh-huh. Micro nightmares. Wait, uh, 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 micro game micro nap. What's the connection? How do I how do, how do I connect these dots, Mark? Help me, please. <laughs> micro nap nightmares on Elm Street. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I think that's it. 
I think that's it. So I, I, st- uh, yes, I think that's it. Right. So and and it's all basically it takes all of the WarioWare um, mini games, micro games, uh, and uh, removes the Wario specifics and inserts uh, Freddy Krueger. But I think also just like general horror specifics. Sure. Too, right. Like yeah. Yeah. It doesn't be- all have to be Freddy. Right. Kruger specific. There can be a thing where you like unscrew the bolts on Frankenstein's neck, Frankenstein monster's uh, neck. But for the purposes of this episode, it any can just be Frankenstein. Of Frankenstein is a mention of Frankenstein's monster, <laughs> and, and if we mean Doctor Frankenstein, we will we say will specify Doctor Frankenstein, Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Um, there can be one where you have to like put the moons in front of the clouds so that the <laughs> werewolf doesn't change. You know what I mean? I think this is good, actually. Why is it? Why isn't there a micro game collection uh, uh, that's all like horror based? Yeah, that would be really fun. That's a free great idea. That's you, a you, free great idea, Blair Switch. <laughs> you have to, you have to like wrap uh, the mummy in bandages. <laughs> You're helping out. Yeah, that's really good. You have to uh, uh, drain the uh, the uh, black lagoon so that so that monster can't can't swim away. Uh huh. Yeah. What other uh, classic monsters are there? Dracula, but I don't know if I want to mess with him. No, Dracula off limits. Dracula off the table. Yep. It's not a Castlevania game, all right? Nope. Um, okay. All right. Let's let's go back to the, the Luigi board here. And it better not play any weird tricks on us this time. No. That's three in a row where it tried to trick us. Uh, okay, here we go. P-I-L-O-T-W-I-N-G-S. Okay. Pilot wings. Pilot wings. So what if it actually is like not that different from regular pilot wings? Okay. I think the one piece that you layer on top of it is that occasionally and without warning, gremlins try to disassemble I was your aircraft. So hoping we were doing uh, what what is it? Is it called terror at like uh, ten thousand feet or something. Right, with the, the, the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone yeah. episode where there's a like a monster on the wing that only one person that can only see. William Shatner uh-huh. or John Lithgow or Adam Scott, depending on which version. Um, <laughs> did you see the the new Twilight Zone series? No, I didn't. No, me neither. I, I wanted to see it just for Adam Scott doing that because that that's so funny to me. And also, like, I'm trying to imagine the world where like that's the that's the line. From William Shatner <laughs> to John Lithgow to Adam Scott. I love Adam Scott, but like, is he John Lithgow or uh, William Shatner? I don't know. Um, but I think that's, uh, or that would be my pitch is that it's, that's pretty much it. Is yeah. that it is regular pilot wings. And then at a moment's notice, all these little gremlins are crawling around your craft, you know, trying to rip it apart. Yeah. And you have to go into... Uh, like combat mode, essentially. <laughs> it was like whacking them off. You're trying to like. Well, and the 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 really so you know what what happens in in that story is like the the one person who can see the gremlin like is convinced that it's out there and no one believes them. Right. So maybe like you have to go into the options and be like turn gremlins off, and then it's like it, the little message comes up that says like we are not showing that there are any gremlins on right now, and you're like turn gremlins off, and it's like there are no gremlins, and if you like really press the point, it'll be like no, and the game resets. Oh, so it's so it almost it becomes has like, like a, a fourth, like a yeah. fourth wall breaking. Yeah. You know, like a Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Type thing. Totally, yes. Where, okay, so the gremlins appear. You have to go into the menu and be like, turn the gremlins off. But how do you, and maybe you can't, but how do you win in that state? Like, 
do you right well i mean like here here's the real question and this is maybe there is no maybe it's a no win scenario right uh-huh. and it's actually like enacting the um uh that that story from from the twilight zone but it's like what do you actually do in that scenario where you are flying through a storm and you can see a grem you can see a creature on the wing and it's like tearing the plane apart uh, and no one will listen to you because what you're saying is crazy, right? Right, but you know it's out there. Uh huh. So, so what do you do? Do you keep pressing the point? Do you let it go and just hope that you don't die in a fiery plane crash? Like, what do you do? Well, I, I guess the difference between the scenario in the Twilight Zone where he's on a commercial airliner, right, versus Pilot Wings where it is you and a jetpack and presumably at least one gremlin, right. Is that you have agency. Mm. There are things you could do, right? Right, right. Like, you could try to ram yourself into a building to shake the gremlin off. Almost certainly going to happen anyway. You're playing pilot wings. <laughs> it's really tough to control that thing. So, yeah. I mean, I I, th- I think this does become like a, a psych- psychological warfare against the player where you keep seeing, like, options that you think should be able to get rid of the gremlin but it, like over and over again, the game doesn't let you access those options. I and Mark, I know you uh, said that you get put in a little time to uh, Persona Five. Uh, you came out to the woods so you could play Persona Five without interruption. There's a part right at the beginning of Persona Five where it says like the the following game is like based uh, is a, ma- uh, a work of fiction and all of the characters uh, aren't real and you can only play the game if you uh, accept those conditions. And then it actually gives you a choice like do you accept that or do you not uh, or do you think they're real? And I was like I'm gonna say I think it's real and it actually kicked me back out to the title screen. Oh, you said you said it was not real. And no, it kicked you out. I said that it was real. You have to accept that 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 oh, every, oh, that everything oh, is oh, fictional. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So like it'll be a scenario like that where uh, you keep trying to get the gremlins off using the menu options, um, but it it won't let you. So this version of Pilot Wings is like a a, a task for Sisyphus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's like Desert Bus. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, just Pilot Wings anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pilot Wings is a Sisyphusian ordeal that no one can overcome. Fair enough. Okay, there we go. Um, all right. Uh, I feel like this should be called Pilot Wings 31 for Halloween. Tell me what you mean. What's 31? <laughs> like the 31st of October. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, sorry, I, was, I wasn't with you on that one. Um, uh, okay. Uh, Mark, let's, uh, let's back to the Luigi board. Back to the Luigi board. A N I M A L C R O S S I N G. Animal Crossing. So you can experience Halloween in Animal Crossing. Yes, but I don't think this should be that. I don't think so either. I think this should be a exploration of the little rabbit person from uh the from bunny day from bunny day whoa zipper is zipper okay Uh uh-huh this is like a zipper origin story why is zipper who zipper is sure so like is it is this like a uh, a Dahmer situation (laughs) no (laughs) no it's not (laughs) all right all right all right right but is uh but Zipper, whoever's inside that Zipper costume, uh-huh. has some sort of, like, twisted past. Yeah, so maybe I don't like this. 
because uh, my next my next thing was going to be like, is it, do we just do it? But Pennywise's zipper. <laughs> zipper. That's not bad. It's that's not sort bad. Sort of bad. That's not. Well, here's a, here's it's a, sort of really here's bad. A, here's an yeah. alternate pitch. Okay. All right. It is Animal Crossing as we know it, mm-hmm. except instead of trying to, or especially like I'm thinking like New Horizons, but instead of trying to build like a island or like that sort of thing. Uh, you are the caretaker. You're basically Dampy. You are the caretaker. This is right of a cemetery. Right. So your job is to make the cemetery nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you are tending to the ghosts who are yes. who inhabit the cemetery. Pose, you may call them. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Look, I don't care. This is uh, Animal Crossing uh, cross the Legend of Zelda slash Graveyard Simulator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a. I, I feel like this is. You know, we've done a lot of. Um, like horror games, yeah, and I think this is infused with spookiness, but uh, is still yeah. has the spirit of Animal Crossing. Yeah, well, I mean, just referring back to the to the note here, uh, we're supposed to forge new horrors, birth of Nintendo franchises. So I think horrors, I think that's all encompassing, right? That like, as long as it is uh, adjacent to a spooky thing, that that kind of makes sense. And I feel like you could have a Happy Home Paradise type mm. thing here. Where you, you design know, a mausoleum. Where you design, <laughs> yeah, like a Poe comes to you right. and is like, I need the perfect space for, uh, you know, I loved um, video games, uh, you know, surfing. Uh, and cheese. And cheese. <laughs> right. And so I need the perfect mausoleum uh, for me to live in forever. Yeah, and that's, it's, and that's it's good. And it's your that's job good. to design it. Yeah, and you have to, like, uh, so are you also uh, deciding, like, if their remains are cremated or if they're buried. Well, see, I think they have opinions on that. Right, sure. And it's just your job to, like, execute whatever their wishes are. Right. Well, and also, I guess, like, they're already dead. They're kind of long dead, right, by the time right. you're uh, bu- uh-huh. building the mausole- mausoleum to them. Uh, yeah, this is all good. Uh, and then I, I think, like, you uh, uh, have to, like, uh, you know, throw out – because people, like, visit during the day. You The whole game takes place at night, right? Like, right. Dampy only comes out at night. Um and people during the day, they come and they leave, like, flowers at graves. And you got to, like, clean them up, mm-hmm. right? So it's just, like, that regular, like, maintenance. Uh, sometimes you got to, like, chase kids out because uh-huh. they're, like, playing freeze tag in the graveyard at night or whatever. Red still shows up and he's trying to sell you, like, uh, you have to choose which which of the headstones are, like, real marble. Ooh, yeah, there we go. fake. I mean, or he could be selling you, like, reproductions of, like, real famous headstones in real oh, life. Yeah. And you got to, like, oh, look them up perfect. to be like, is this what the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier looks like? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Is this what uh, uh, Richard and Pat Nixon's graves really look like? <laughs> you can just go down to Dior Belinda and see them. They're buried at the library. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I know we, uh, kind of steered a little bit away from the animal crossing specifics to get to Zelda specifics, but it's more in the spirit of animal crossing, right? Yeah, totally. I guess like Dampy was just, there is no, uh, graveyard caretaker character. That's right. Yet in In animal Animal Crossing. crossing. Right. Um, and so Dampy was where my mind went to, but really I think it's animal crossing as we know it just with, you know your job is instead of making your own home, you know, right. you're, or designing your own Island, you're, you're designing your own grave. graveyard. Well, who do we know in the animal crossing universe who digs and doesn't have anything to do anymore? I'll tell you who 
Yeah. Mr. Rossetti. It's Mr. Rossetti. So, it, Dampy, we love you. You're out of here, bud. Mr. Rossetti, Gravekeeper, is, uh-huh. <laughs> is now the star of Animal Crossing uh, Happy and he would be Graveyard s- Paradise. He would be so good at it. Yeah. Because he's a little bit surly, mm-hmm. you know, and you need that because you need the riffraff out, right. you know. Well, and, you know, look, a little surly, a little short, a little difficult to deal with, but, like, he gets results. He gets, he results. gets stuff done. It's Is it, like, always pleasant to deal with him? No, but are you always going to get what you want in the end? Yes, yeah. of course. Yep. Um, yeah, no, this is good. Uh, all right, Mark, that's that's nine games. Uh, the, the, the note says uh, eight to ten examples. I, I think I think we got to do I don't do want to risk it. It's I don't my switch. It. Yeah. I think uh, I, I, let's just do ten. All Call right. it good. All right. For the, I, I'm, I'm so freaked out by this Luigi board. But I'll touch it one more time if it means we can get your switch back. C... O U N T R Y. Just country. country. What is that? What is oh wait, it's oh, it's moving still, again. Still moving. A little, okay. Oh, wait, I haven't even it's, noticed this part of the board. The, the board is way bigger. Oh. Oh, it just it just says Donkey Kong. And there's like a, a picture of Donkey Kong's face on here. So how didn't we see that before? Huh. Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country must this must, I'm going to assume. Blair Switch, we're going to assume this means Donkey Kong Country. Okay. No no, no response, so it's... Okay. So we have a lot of Donkey Kong characters to choose from. Uh-huh. Is there a horror series or horror concept that is uh, flush with characters? Oh, that's interesting. While we kind of like chew on that, because I yeah. like that direction, right, right. I will say we've, as we've talked about previously on the show, in Donkey Kong Country Three, um, you have like Dixie's a ma- Double Trouble. You have a uh, mad scientist, K. Rule, right, who is building like a like a monster, like a Frankenstein type thing. So we've been very specific that when we say Frankenstein, we mean the Frankenstein monster, but this may be a case where we actually do, we want to evoke, invoke the Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. Dr. K. Rule Einstein. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe you, it's, uh, it's like a sim, or not a sim, but it's like a, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, maybe it is like a Donkey Kong 64 collect-a-thon, but instead of bananas, you're collecting like pieces of, uh, Kremlings that you can then put together, you know, and reanimate and bring sure. back to life. Sure. Are you playing as King K. Rule or uh, Dr. Uh, Von Rule? <laughs> I think you could be. Mm. Or maybe you're playing as like a a new uh, as to... An Igor type. Yes, that we have not seen, that we have not uh, met yet in the Donkey Kong Country series. And the villagers, they're all like, you know, that come after you with pitchforks and stuff. They're all Kongs. They're all Kongs. So you got to watch out for, like, Funky's going to, like, slap you around with a surfboard. Uh-huh. Um, or, or, like, Swanky Kong is going to put you in a game show or something. But y- you just got to avoid them. Yep. So you can collect different Kremlin parts. Uh-huh. So that Dr. <laughs> Dr. Franken Rule. Does that work? Frank. I'm, I'm buying it. Frank K. Rule. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
that he's going to build his own uh, monster. Yes. What happens? So um, can you, does the monster change based on how many like parts you bring to him? Or is it just you have to get enough parts and then he builds a monster? So I imagine that w- traditionally uh, Igor is collecting these parts and then they're like using those to build a monster with right but actually what i'm imagining in my head is one of those like a uh, fundraiser thermometers sure and so basically you're like the monster's already built okay. but you just need to fill it with kremlin parts sure it just needs it just has a big like uh, a big cavity in its chest that just needs to be filled with like kremlin hands uh-huh. and, yeah okay exactly and that's like what powers it right like garbage in back to the future yeah just like that um so uh, I'm I'm imagining that there's like a cut scene where you go back with like uh, various parts to uh, Doctor K. Rule, um, and he's like he rejects some of them, so he's like tossing some to the side. And, and I'm imagining this all in like that like 16-bit pre-render, you know, uh, Donkey oh. Kong Country art oh, style. I I was I was in the uh, Nintendo 64 uh, Donkey oh, Kong yeah, 64 yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Yes. Um, but I think either way. Well, I feel like it'd have to be 64 if it's a collectathon. Yeah, w- yes, yeah. It, w- it would have to be. Um, and so it'd always be like a funny little thing of like, he doesn't want this foot, but uh-huh. like, he does like this knee. Um, and yeah. And the, uh, the monster is basically like uh, um, clear, like plastic. And so you can see that as more parts get yep. thrown yep. in, it just becomes more and more green. Right. And, and then. It's just, or brown. It's just filling up. And then when you when you do fill it up and the monster comes alive, then you can play as the monster and wreck the village that gave you such a hard time. Exactly. I'm really into like giving you the the hard time uh, in like the survival horror thing, and then like flipping the script at the end so you can be powerful. Yes. Which is sort of the final girl thing too, right? That like in the end she's got to take down the big bad. But yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And I feel like just because you know this Igor type Kremlin is uh, putting in so much work. I'm actually, do you know what I'm imagining? Is it's one of those tiny little alligators with the big heads that yeah, you jump the on. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Uh-huh. Yeah, Then they... Clapper, maybe? Clapper. Um, I imagine it's one of those with like a hump on its back. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. Is he wearing a little lab coat? He is wearing a little lab That's coat. That's cute. I like it a lot. Yep. But uh, you get to get in the monster and control it. Yes. I mean, that that has to, that has to be the end of it. Um and destroy the village that uh, you know is trying to burn you down with like uh, pitchforks and torches and stuff. Yep. Um, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's that's ten. That's ten. That's ten. Blair Switch, we've done your bidding. Oh my gosh! The 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 fire that you carried over next to us just blew out. Oh oh oh. Wait, did no. you hear that? Oh, um, I, I it don't. It sounded like sticks cracking. Oh. Like somebody stepped in on. No, that. there's. Mark that same thing. That same thing is here. We did, we did, don't, don't hurt us, man. Yeah, we just, don't. We, we, we just want Mark's switch. That's right. Oh. oh. They're emerging from the woods. Yeah. And in their outstretched... I mean, it's horrifying. It's a horrifying Terrifying beast. to look yes. at. But in its outstretched hands is my is my switch. I recognize it. I recognize those blue and neon yellow Joy-Con Those anywhere. are your Joy-Con, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, well... Um, uh, that. Thanks Thank for you. for returning the the the. Did you have a good time with it? I yeah. I hope I I uh, I mean, you know, maybe some of these pitches were a little thin, but you know, we did ten. Right, right. Yeah, we we did we ten. We did we did brief. what you asked for. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, he's just disappearing back into the woods. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Patrick, I can't tell you how thankful I am for you coming out I, here. I, I couldn't have done this alone. I mean, Mark, any any time, man. I, I know you you would have done the same for me, and like I'm I'm just happy that you have your switch. Back. Well, I, uh, let me just boot it up real quick. Make sure everything is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. See. What do you um, mean everything it's is here? It's in sleep mode. and Yeah, sure. Um, okay, still open to Persona 5 Royals. That's great. Yeah. Uh, just make sure that my game state. Patrick. Patrick. What? Something's what? wrong. My. Well, what do you. My, my save data for Persona 5 Royal. It's gone. It's just missing. I'm going to have to. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have to. I'm going to have to watch all those cutscenes again. That's not fair. Blair Switch, no! Okay, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to get Mark to calm down, but uh, I I think I, I think we just need to close out this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, if you could please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you like this episode, you should share it on Facebook or Twitter, or I mean, really whatever you can do to help Mark get his Persona Five Royal uh, save data back. Uh, I don't know. Send an email to the Blair Switch. I don't know. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MK Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. There's also a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Anthony DeLuca made our lo- logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, who is losing his mind right now, this is Patrick Ellers saying, in the woods, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs>